We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How about this from my guy Larry Scales? Scales says there's one thing no one has mentioned yet, and that is the best year Derek Carr had as a quarterback. He was with Jack Del Rio. Yeah, but what does that have to do with this though? Jack Del Rio is a defensive coach. Just a little dust up. He won't be. He won't be coaching Derek Carr. It's just (laughs) just a little dust. No, no, no. But see, I hate when people do stuff. Jack Del Rio (laughs) is a defensive coach. He had nothing to do with anything that uh, that Derek Carr did. As an offensive player that day. Uh, he in was that head year. coach at the time. He had to, the head coach that's a defensive-minded coach, he was not calling plays. He was not developing offenses. Correct. Before we keep yelling at each other, let's yell at Ben Standing. It is Ben's Day, after all. We celebrate Ben's Day observantly on the B. Mitch and Finley program. Ben Standing joins us via the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Benny boy, happy Ben's day. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm, I'm good. Are there any, uh, does our, does our favorite 7-Eleven uh, honor Ben's day? Do I get any deals today if I go there? No, I don't do that. If I'm, I'll meet you down there and I'll buy you a big gulp. Would that help? Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not the worst offer I've gotten today, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll consider it. it I, I tell you what, I will. Maybe so every time you go, JB got to meet you there to buy you a big go. Maybe in June or something when we're very slow, I will rank DC area Seven Elevens because there is a there is a, there are have Seven Elevens and have nots. Let me tell you, um, we're not going to oh, do that I, today though because there's plenty to discuss. Um, yeah, I'd like to be on that panel, though. Yeah, for sure. So, Ben, let me start here. We're talking with Ben Standing, covers the Commanders for The Athletic. You can check out his podcast, Standing Room Only. All right. Um, Derek Carr is now completely available. He is a free agent. So, is it? I'm not saying that they should or shouldn't or will or won't. I'm just starting at the, the super top of the of the mountain here. Considering everything we've heard from Ron over the years about needing a quarterback, does it feel, and and hell, everything we've known about the commanders, the football team prior to that, and the Redskins prior to that, their inability to land quarterbacks, is it kind of weird that, by and large, it seems like they're not even going to be players in this thing? It uh, it does, based on, like you said, that sort of uh, 
historic uh, contacts, both with Rivera since he's been here and, of course, Dan Snyder in general. Yeah, this seems like it would be the perfect opportunity to, to try to make something happen. But, yeah, I mean, I don't see it happening. There, there's obviously a few factors. One, you know, Rivera already kind of said that he doesn't anticipate them spending money on somebody who would obviously immediately you know, vault past Sam Howell to be the quarterback. And, again, independent of what any of us may think about that, that's the, that's the storyline that he's already laid out. But, you know, the other factor is this, like, until Dan Snyder sells the team, he is still the owner. and. You know, w- w- one thing that was lost last year in the Carson Wentz trade is the a reason they did that is because I think the fear was even Carson Wentz would choose to not come to Washington if he had been made a free agent by by the Colts, and that was a way to secure that hey, he, he he's our guy because they, they traded for him. So I, I you know I don't think that Derek Carr is looking at this as like hey, this is where I'd want to go either at least until there's an ownership change. So yeah, put it all together, it is weird for sure. But, yeah, I'm not spending too much time thinking Derek Carr coming here. Yeah, but $40 million a year will make people change their mind about going somewhere. But they're not going to come up with the cash. I don't think they can spend the money. I think that's the only reason that they're not going after Derek Carr is just because they cannot spend money right now with this team and uh, by possibly being sold. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for 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 sure. I mean, that's definitely – I mean, I, I, I wrote about the, the fact that Budget Rivera thing. and Mayhew – yeah, mentioned budget multiple times in that NC's Danny press conference. It's obviously a huge uh, factor. And, you know, look, I mean, uh, it was weird that Rivera went out of his way. Now he's done it several times to sit to name Sam Howell, the, at least the offseason starter. Uh, Yo, and he did it on, like, January 10th. I don't know. what. Whenever the season ended, Could that, that be first a report doke? was, like, the following week. Because Ron changes his mind a lot. Could this be a okie doke? I think this is. I told you all all off season. He's our guy. Why do you think he? I'm not backing down from it now. I I, I think this is much like the same parade. We want Carson. We want Carson. We want Carson. I think this is the Sam was our guy all along parade. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, look, I I think you mentioned that the timing of this was a it was a long time ago, right? And what was happening at that exact moment before we started hearing? that Rivera was telling candidates, uh, OC candidates, that Sam Howe was that guy. Everybody was still lamenting, upset, frustrated, whatever, over the Carson Wentz situation. And this is, of course, on the heels of getting rid of Scott Turner. And instead of looking backwards at that, the Sam Howell mentioned got everybody looking forward. And I think from a good PR perspective, at a minimum, that was a very good move on their part, a move that made... Especially beating the Cowboys. Right, right, right. And also, it just... It didn't mean anything because that, but that that's what made it so seemingly obvious that it was more than just we actually believe in Sam Howell that there was more to it because what was the what is the point of saying anything like that? You yeah. still have to bring in another quarterback, uh, one way or the other. <laughs> so why telegraph that? Yeah, didn't he just tell us like prior to saying that Sam Howell was the guy that I'm not going to tell people stuff because they're going I won't even praise my players because their agents going to really think we're going to get more money from them. You know, that type of deal. And then all of a sudden now he's telling everybody that wants to listen how great somebody is. Think about that. The man changes his mind every time he opens his mouth. Right. And it's one thing if, you know, you're in the conversations with these coordinators and you're saying, hey, look, here's what we would like you to discuss. You know, what's your philosophy and all that. But also, 
we have Sam Howe. We, we think he's interesting. We'd like to know what you think of him and how you would use him. That's absolutely a reasonable conversation to telegraph it, though, to the degree that they have. Um, you know, we'll talk about it a lot as he did just this week, as, this past week as well. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Uh, we're talking with Ben Standig from The Athletic. You can give him a follow at Ben Standig. Let's talk offensive coordinator search. Uh, the enemy's coming to town on Thursday for an interview. Seems like he's the leader in the clubhouse. It, one, let me know if you agree with that. But two, he's probably going to want two and a half, three million dollars. They're probably going to have to guarantee him three years at least, would be my guess. Is that going to get approved through whatever budgetary process is going on over there? Because those are fully guaranteed. And then two, what if he says, I need to bring three of my assistants? I need. I need guys I could trust, not just the guys that have been here. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I think he's definitely, if you're Biennemi, you know, I know there's been all this conversation about why would he come to Washington for what looks like a lateral move. It's not a lateral move. He would be overseeing the whole offense. That is different. So there's that. I think at a minimum he, he would get two years. I don't, you know, three, I don't know. But at the minimum, it would be more than just this year. That, that would be the, the move for him to make and I have been told and have reported already that um, not all the assistants currently on the staff are are, are, are uh, in contract right now. Like some of them are waiting to to know what's sure. what. I don't know for sure if that means offensive guys, but yeah, you had to kind of assume all this time that a new offensive coordinator would get the chance to bring in potentially some people from there uh, that they that they want to bring into trust. Um, so, yeah, ironically, of course, as we recall, Jack Del Rio didn't really get that because everybody was coming over more or less from um, the Carolina staff for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you would think that that would be the case. And, you know, in terms of the, the the approval, you know, two years doesn't seem like that big of a deal for, for what for what I would imagine the enemy would, would, would make. So that doesn't seem like a big deal beyond that. Sure, I guess we could start having conversations um, but also, like to look from the enemy perspective, what wh- what else is he gonna do at this point? I know everybody says, why would he leave KC to come here? He doesn't have a his contract ended. Like I, I don't know that he, you know, I don't know what would happen. I, I you know, Who's, he could go say, back. I mean, he could, but I, you know, I, I the, the buzz that's been out there, and I think if you look at Andy Reid's comments, I know he's trying to help him get a job. At, you know, as a fatherly figure, as much as anything else, you know, with with love and, and respect. But at the same point, like they're not saying, "Hey, we're keeping the band together. We want to bring this guy who's incredibly valuable for us back." I think they're open to him not returning. Matt Nagy is on that staff, who was the OC before Bianami. The, the you know, there's a noise out there about that. They would just you know, the, they they kind of want to make him um, give him more responsibility. So, uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Bianami has obviously a lot of. Um, leverage in the situation, but maybe not as much as everybody thinks. If he wants this opportunity, you know, this is the one that's left. I also saw, I I was sitting there thinking this morning, and I say, there's another connection I don't think anyone has talked about. And it may sound minor to many people, but if you grew up around any HBCU and you understand how fraternities work, people are dedicated to each other and they find ways to help. Martin Mayhew is Omega Sci-Fi. Eric Bieniemy, Omega Sci-Fi. Could that connection get the deal done more than just the fact that, hey, Ron called him to talk to him? 
I, you know, I mean, look, anything, anything could, could, could flip the, the situation. Obviously, we know, you know, I didn't know about that. Obviously, we know how, you know, Ron Revere's Andy Reid and, you know, they're, <clears throat> you know, Andy Reid calls up Ron and says, hey, you know, this is the guy. I mean, Ron seems to take the opinion of a lot of people when it comes to, to making a lot of his decisions. So why wouldn't he take Andy Reid? So, yeah, there could be a lot of uh, all kinds of uh, factors that come into this. Um, even from you know, from the enemy end, I mean, he could be telling the enemy, "Look, you know, Ron's a good guy. You know, this, that, and the other. They, you know, plus you know, look at the talent they have on offense. Yeah, this is a place you should go. So, yeah, it, it, it could be a lot of different reasons as to why um, the enemy or, or the team decides that this is what they want to do. At, at this point, uh, talking with our friend Ben Standing from the Athletic and the Standing Room Only podcast. At this point. I, I think it's clear Bienemy is the leader for the job. Would you agree with that? I think I would at this point. I mean, you know, it's not only that they have waited this long. They have conducted, as far as we know, zero second interviews. Like the Ravens put out a statement yesterday when they made their offensive coordinator hire that said that they interviewed people, 14, 21 interviews, 14, 21. <laughs> right. Like, and they it sounds like a halftime score. 21, 14. Wow. <laughs> I, 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 I think I had the boxes uh, for the Super Bowl with those right. numbers. Um, but yeah, I mean, they get, and they started a week after Washington. So Washington, you know, I know people were criticizing Rivera for not going to the senior bowl and playing golf or whatever. Uh, you know, I didn't really so much care about that. But that, but that said, either they are really slow playing this process or it's been building to this moment. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would say he is – it sure feels like he is the leader. But, you know, the enemy has been the bridesmaid so many times, you know, and people have not always wanted to come here that I can't definitively say it's going to happen. But it feels like he would be the leader right now for sure. Well, to me, the enemy has been the bridesmaid for head coaching jobs. Yeah. But he's sure. the, I don't think he's – is it at all weird? And I, I, guess, I suppose you kind of laid it out with the he's not under contract. I, I've heard this is real. Like, this could really, really happen. Are we surprised that he's considering it on any level? I don't think so. I'm not surprised. I just think that, you know, he has been put in a position, and I think it's unfortunate that he has to be put in that position to where he has to – just accept something to go out there and try to make things happen to move forward. But as I said, the, the guy texted me yesterday. He comes in here and he has a good year. Somebody going to see a second good year. That's just this league, man. Certain people have to jump through loops and others don't. Well, and, and I would say also, like if you here's the long game view. Let's say the enemy comes in here and does a good job, whatever that means. However, we define that. If we, we're also thinking a new owner would come in likely and, and clean house, but if the enemy is already here, the players aren't get, aren't switching out, right? You're still going to have Terry McLaurin. If Sam Howell does well, you'd still have him. Maybe this is where the enemy gets that promotion. He could, you know, if it, owners typically want to hire offensive minded coaches these days. He's right. already in the house, so like that 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 is sort of the long game here. Obviously, that would be incredibly premature to base any decisions on that, but. Give me some X Files music. I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint a scenario and ask ask you a question, Ben. Uh, Sean Payton already made it clear that one potential bidder for the Commanders was in talks with him about being the head coach. 
Any chance that somebody out there is pulling strings and wants the enemy in house, already in the building working with Sam Howell, just in case there's a change down the road and they want the enemy. Ah, I like it. Uh, I mean, I'm all in for a good conspiracy theory. I, I this one may be uh, this may be too many dots to connect. But, it's a lot uh, of dots, man. A lot, lot, lot of dots, but. Look, at this point with this team, you know, as we all know, you could tell me anything. I'm like, sure, that's at least in the possibility, in the realm of possibility. So anything's possible, but that would be, seems like a lot, but you never know. Uh, Speaking of, you know what's been largely positive, I'd say, B? We haven't really talked sale this week Mm -hmm. because we've largely been talking football. We've been talking quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. We've been talking offensive coordinators. You got anything on the sale? I mean, it's happening. I'm curious where you're at. I know you had the report. Uh, forgive me, I should have brought this up earlier last week that Harris was in Ashburn. And I th- did you? I think you had the mystery bitter. Maybe that was the post. It's hard to keep track of everything. Where are you at on the sale, Benny? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I do think you know. Assuming that Dan Snyder is still going forward with this, which I'm just having out it there just in case. Um, it's, you know, the, the owner's meeting in March you know, is constantly mentioned as a you know, moment in time where this thing could get wrapped up by because that's where, obviously, the owners could evaluate the situation and make some decisions. Uh, you know, Harris is the only name that we – Josh Harris is the only name we know publicly right now that, that is showing interest. And, and as we reported, as you mentioned, that he was visiting the facility um, last week, which, you know, is not in and of itself it, – it, an indication of much other than just to say, Hey, he's, this is for real. He's not, it's not just a name thing. He really wants to see what's going on here. I, I mean, he would seem to me, you know, again, since we don't know any other names, it's easy to say he's the front runner, but he owns, you know, multiple teams in sports already. I, I you know, I, I think he would be a pretty interesting owner. So, you know, I know Bezos is looming over the whole thing, but you know, until he, until he, you know, ponies up then i you know I, i'm not going to assume he's the guy so yeah josh harris looks interesting but in terms of the timing i mean yeah that that owner's meeting in march that you know at this point i think that's where we should all be looking and therefore seeing if something gets done here in the next day you know there's month. a mystery bidder out there and i think that mystery bidder could be the one that caused the issues or could the it, mystery bidder be bezos could the mystery bidder be fake to try to get the numbers higher that's possible <laughs> right like we are at a point where Almost everything could be considered misinformation. And, and I, I, I'll i say this. Sometimes people don't want to be out there, I think. Sure. And like the guy that won the $2 billion just, just showed up yesterday, I think it was. And you still don't, you haven't seen his face. His name is out there, but his face isn't. I'd rather have Harris than Bezos, and I'll tell you why. There's a proven track record with Harris mm-hmm. of running good franchises. Yeah. We tried the hot shot. Rich dude. It, that happened here for the last 23 years. Did we really? Well, <laughs> so let's, something let's happened here real. in the last 23 years. It's <laughs> largely been a disaster. Yeah. Who would you want? You, you want you want Bezos Bucks, Benny? Uh, it, almost independent of who the other option is, I would prefer not Bezos. And this is for selfish reasons. It, it is, you know, if, if, if the, you know, effectively the richest man in the world who owns Amazon, not to mention the post, 
uh, comes to town. Who knows what off-the-field topics we're all going to get roped into at various points, and we've had enough. So I'd prefer to keep it football-focused and have an owner that we don't have to deal with those types of matters. I think Bezos' profile is way, way, way too high for for me to want to get involved. But that's my own selfish reasons. We appreciate you and your selfish reasons, Ben. Thank you for making time for us. Happy Ben's Day. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. That's our guy, Ben Standig. Give him a follow, at Ben Standig. I want to talk where the commanders are among the NFL in terms of a rebuild. Because we've noticed, we've seen, they never seem to tear it all the way down. They always seem to be in a constant state of living in the house while trying to redo the kitchen. Yeah. And, and yeah, we're about to dust and asbestos. Yeah. And you got no oven. You got to microwave everything, which makes you fat because everything is a microwave meal. Where are they in terms of a rebuild? Don't go anywhere. It's B. Midget Finley. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.